listening to the Fantasy Alarm TFS NBA podcast with host John Pimba and James Grandey. What's going on, everybody? John and Pemby here with James Grande, bringing you the Fantasy Alarm NBA DFS podcast recording here on Monday evening for Tuesday's eight-game main slate. Uh, James, you're going to be the guy in the playbook for this one, so we're going to get a first-look reaction on a lot of this for you here. Um, uh, if you're not in the playbook. You're on You're on the baseball playbook. Baseball, this there is you a go, there basketball you go. podcast because you are a hashtag... Baseball, baseball guy, guy. Uh, yeah. i believe it's actually gonna be raccoon that's on the playbook if i have that correct uh it is uh, it is ray yeah so <laughs> which which means ray might have that playbook out before you even listen to this podcast so. i'm gonna i'm almost gonna guarantee it yeah so uh be sure to read that listen to us get our take take in his feedback um but it's going to be an interesting slate there's actually a lot of good matchups here a couple teams that are going to be on back-to-backs um, just to kick off, we'll, we'll go over that right now. We have Toronto that's going to be on a back-to-back. Detroit's going to be on a back-to-back here. Uh, all right, we have two teams. I thought it was more. Teams. Only two. Well, Only you did say teams. a couple. You said a couple. So I you did were, say a couple. Oh. That's true. Uh, we do have a couple of lines already available for us here. Uh, we have Philadelphia and Boston. 223 game total there. A one-point spread. Boston's a one-point dog. Uh, Memphis-Miami, 217.5 game total there. Uh, Miami's giving 4.5. To the Grizz, and then our late night hammer. There's two of them, uh, but Portland uh, versus the Los Angeles Clippers did that again. The Blazers versus the Clippers, two twenty six. <laughs> Clippers are giving five and a half uh, in that one. Milwaukee Golden State's the other one, but we have uh, no uh, no current line on that game, so that uh, should be pretty good. Chicago and Indiana, New Orleans and Atlanta is gonna be quite interesting to figure out what the Pelicans are gonna be putting on the floor uh, for everybody in that matchup. Uh, we mentioned Philadelphia, Boston, Lakers, and the Raptors, Pistons, uh, and the Nuggets, Grizzlies, Miami, as we mentioned, Milwaukee, Golden State, Portland, and the Clippers are the slate. Um, so why don't we go ahead and take a look at uh, the positions here, James? We're going to go over. There's there's a lot of injury news, kind of, I think, already, isn't there? Um, yeah, Steph Curry, not on the injured list. Uh, Giannis, probable. We don't know about the Pelicans, big guns. We do know that both their point guards uh, in Kira Lewis and, uh, well, Kira Lewis, I guess, is listed officially as doubtful, but NAW's out. Um, and Lonzo Ball, I don't know if you heard, he's a shooter, according to Josh Hart's Twitter account. Um, he hit, what, nine threes or something he hit, like that? Yeah, eight, eight for 15 from three. Um, he is active, but Zion Ingram still... Both lists is questionable. Demontis Sabonis is listed as questionable. Yeah, Brogdon as well, questionable. Uh, Brogdon, questionable. Capella's probable. Um, I guess we'll have to await the status of Fred Van Vliet. He did not play on Monday, so obviously that's not looking good for Tuesday, but you never know. Could just have been sitting the front end of a back-to-back. Andre Drummond for the Lakers listed as questionable in that matchup against Toronto. Josh Hart still out. Steven Adams uh, entered the concussion protocol. So that is very bad news for uh, Steven Adams' status. Yeah. Uh, Yusuf Nurkic is ruled out due to knee, uh, knee inflammation. Also very bad for right. uh, uh, Brandon Clark listed as questionable. DeAndre Hunter out for an extended period of time due to knee surgery. Might not see him again this year. Right. Um, Anthony Melton is out. I mean... Uh, geez, Kobe White is probable. 
I don't. Yeah. He has a neck slash COVID issue. I don't know. I don't know what the combination of things is. He there, got a but... shot in the wrong place. I think that's what happened. Oh, he did. Did he really? No, poor guy. I'm just making poor, that up. Poor, poor yeah. guy. Um, Pat Beverly, listed as questionable, so maybe we get the return. Uh, Eric Paschal is ruled out. Yeah. Eric Paschal, Jeremy Lamb, questionable. Uh, Derek Jones Jr. listed as probable for Tuesday. Uh, I thought I saw a note on him that he was going to be out like an extended period of time, but Justice Winslow is confirmed out. So lots of lots of injury news. Interesting, by the way, Memphis both. Um, Melton and Winslow out, and possibly Clark. So be it's just some something to keep in mind. Could be some value there, in Memphis. Yeah, there is uh, Serge Ibaka. I don't know if you mentioned him, but he's out again as well. Um, just I right. just he's just for uh, yeah, Daniel, Tice, say, uh, Daniel Tice is out. Daniel Tice is out. It was his birthday yesterday. Shout out to uh, Bulls great Daniel Tice for ha- having a, a nice birthday. Um, but you get to celebrate now on the bench. Maybe uh, power um, partied a little too hard. Shout out Kyrie Irving. Shout out Kyrie Irving. <laughs> uh, let's go ahead and kick it off then. We'll go to the point guard spot. Uh, on FanDuel, nobody over 10 grand. Steph Curry is 9,500 getting Milwaukee. Uh, Curry dropped 47 fantasy points against Atlanta the other night. Uh, Dame Lillard, $9,200. Uh, again, I'm, I'm not on the Dame train. I know mm-hmm. he went for 53 a couple games ago, 53 again against Detroit, but... Uh, too difficult to peg the right matchup uh, as long as C.J. McCollum is going to be active for them there. Um, Mr. Moneybags, Drew Holiday. What's your take on Drew Holiday here going up against Golden State? I mean, obviously, it'll be different with... Slightly different with Giannis. Probable, but... I mean, you know, sure. Uh, 8K isn't my favorite price tag to play for him, but 47, 56, 47, 64. He's That's sure saying, he's like, it off. He went for 44 and 57 in games which Giannis did play in. So. Right. It's, I mean, it's right now, it is clearly Chris Middleton is third fiddle. And it's been Giannis and Drew. So, yeah, I, I'd be willing to play some Drew Holiday. Um, Do you I think like Milwaukee him. can win with that core? They they gave contract extensions to Holiday, Milton, and Giannis. Do you think that's uh, Yes, I do. I think that they just need to find the right pieces to put around them. I do think there's some some very good pieces there. I think Bobby Portis is a nice piece. Um, I do think Brooke Lopez is a pretty good center. I think the DiVincenzo draft pick was fantastic as well. Uh, so I think that there's, like, good pieces there. You know, I think they could use a little bit more. I think they could use more sh- they, they added Jeff Teague. I don't think Jeff Teague's going to solve. Yeah, you know, that's they, like... they need spacing, man. And they, they try to do it with Corver last year. Like, they need spacing where it's not, like, old guys that are on their way out. They need right. to have legit space, le- legit guys that can space the floor. Um or they're just going to stay in this rut. Uh, I do think their team is good, and I do think they could obviously make a run in the East. I don't think they'll beat the top teams in the West, but I do think they, they could probably push, you know, Brooklyn to, like, a five-game series. Yeah. <laughs> like a five-game Yeah, we mean, we've, we're seeing Brooklyn right now without KD just tearing people up, so... Um. So Drew Holiday's 8,800 on FanDuel. Trey Young is now all the way down to 8,500 now. Um, not a good game the other day for him against Golden State. Only 15 fantasy points in that one. Going up against New Orleans, like it should be a matchup that we like 
to go up against. Like, you know, we like attacking the Pelicans at the guard positions. Um, but I just don't know what's going on with Trey right now. So um, GPP only play. I think that's a yep. kind of a given there. Yep. Um, Jamal Murray against Detroit, it's fine. I think I would much rather play guys below him, Dennis Schroeder, going up against Toronto, 7,600, Lonzo Ball, 7,500 yep. for sure. Yep, those um, two are elite. Those yep. two are elite midterm plays. Um, ben Simmons is now $7,400. Hmm. I mean, he's not even paying that off, so. He's Look not. at these box scores, man. He's not even playing like 30. He's not even playing 30 minutes. He's not even playing 26 minutes. So, uh, I'll pass. I will pass. Even at 74, I will pass. Uh, Kemba Walker at 66? I'd rather pay 66 right now than for Kemba Walker with 38 other members of his team taking 20 shots than I would. This is definitely one kind of the wor- that's worth watching. So, the subject's going to be on a back-to-back here. Um, they play the Knicks, I believe, on Wednesday, if I have that scheduling correct. Let me check real quick. Um, of course, my computer's being slow to load because why would it work quickly for me? Uh, they do okay, so they, they play the Knicks on Wednesday, they played the Sixers on Tuesday. Now, they asked Brad Stevens if they were benching Kemba Walker for which game because he hasn't really played back to backs yet. And Brad said he hadn't committed yet to playing him against the Sixers. I feel like it'd be stupid for him to bench him against Philadelphia and not play him against the Knicks, but the Knicks are also a playoff contender this year. So like one of these games Kemba's going to play, but we know that Kemba has that sort of like um, that affinity for playing against the Knicks. Um, you know, it's not in Madison square garden. So it's not like that kind of game, but like, um, you know, he like, he likes playing against them. So we ha- that's something we have to at least pay attention to um, is, is Kemba's status there. Um, but 6,600, I do like that a lot. Uh, not the message I just got, though. Um, so, uh, anybody else in this mid-tier, I guess, at point guard? I know we kind of ran through it quickly, but, I mean, is there anybody jumping out to you? Um, I mean, the two guys you mentioned in Lonzo Ball and D- Dennis Schroeder are the two that I like quite a bit. Um, I guess it'd be interesting to see the debut of Isaiah Thomas on Tuesday. I think that could be something worth, you know, bringing up. Um, I know Lonzo's healthy, but if NAW, Josh Hart, and Kira Lewis all sit, I mean, it just leaves Bledsoe and Lonzo as the only two healthy guards. So I think Isaiah Thomas could have a pretty hefty I mean, if we find out that Isaiah Thomas is limited, we expect him to play 35 minutes. So I don't even know. I don't. I'm not even recognizing the word that you just said because it just doesn't exist. There's no such thing as limitations in the NBA, even when coaches say there are, um, unless they give us a number, right? They're like Isaiah Thomas will play 22.4 minutes. I believe him, but if they don't include the point four, I won't. Because then he'll play 32. Uh, so I think IT is fine. Sadoransky, if, you know, I went for 42 fantasy points, 19 and 11 against against Brooklyn in a win on Sunday. Uh, continues to just be very consistent. I think we can go there. Continues to start as well. Malachi Flynn got a big price bump. <laughs> he's, he's no longer mid-priced. He's uh, $5,100 on the slate. Yikes. Uh, Malachi Flynn... 
is uh thirty nine hundred dollars, John. Yeah. On DK and Killian Hayes is Stone Cold min salary at three thousand dollars. So I wonder if Hayes would play on a back to back. That's something worth paying attention to. Well, if he uh, doesn't, if he doesn't, are we taking a look at anybody else? I mean, Saban Lee still started tonight. Like, you know, I think there's potential there for him or Frank Jackson or DSJ. You know, however, however the the minutes. They played like 10 guys tonight, so it's like hard to really, really get a tell. They were up by 30. So, right. um, you know, hard to really gauge, I guess, entirely. Um, I think I'd rather play Flynn at 3,900 than play Hayes at 3K. Unless I like absolutely needed the, the salary, maybe you take a stab at it, uh, assuming he'd even be active. But um, would you play Flynn at 5,100? I mean, 33 and 47 fantasy points the last two games. Now, I'm, <sighs> now those are more ideal matchups, Golden State and and uh, the Wizards. I mean, this is still the Lakers, Dennis Schroeder defense. Flynn didn't even start this game. It was DeAndre Bembry as a big, huge tilt to the DFS community, except for me, who kept on playing Malachi Flynn. Um, got him at low ownership because they already pivoted off for whatever reason. But 30 and 33 minutes, so whether he starts or not, he's playing a bunch, bunch of minutes. Um, you know, do you, do you still pay 5,100 for Malachi? It's definitely it's definitely a tough pill to swallow. You definitely play him at thirty nine hundred. Was he their first round pick this year? Uh, he yep. was. Was first round pick this year. Um, I don't know, man. Fifty one hundred feels wrong, but if he's he's giving you six x, yeah. he's giving you nine x on that. So it's hard to it's hard to dispute the. You know, it's hard to dispute the. The production. I guess, I guess so. if Killian Hayes, though, we go back to Kojo. He's 4,900. Yeah, if Killian Hayes sits, we go back to Kojo. Uh, I, I could see a Detroit benching a bunch of guys on uh, back-to-backs. I mean, Himadu Diallo has been somebody... Oh, yeah, Diallo usually doesn't play back-to-back. Or that hasn't yet, so... Yeah, right, so, like, they yeah. could sit him as well. Um, he played... Uh, he played... Um, 24 minutes tonight. Uh, Killian Hayes played 25 minutes. Mm-hmm. So nobody actually on the Pistons played more than 25 minutes. Their entire team. Nobody played more than 25. So to me, that says everyone should be able to play, right? Like nobody really did much. So uh, I shouldn't say that. They scored 132 points. But you get my <laughs> you get my point. Like nobody exerted themselves that much if Killian Hayes and Himadu Diallo played 25 and 24 minutes and they were the most used players in this game so yep that's fair um any other guys you ready to move on to shooting guard nah I'm ready all right I was gonna say it's gonna start getting pretty dirty if we started looking at anybody else there um Paul George against Portland uh hasn't looked great since coming back Fantasy production-wise, 32 and 29 minutes he's all the way at the 8700 too so not exactly the most ideal price point uh, if Brogdon Sabonis sit, you know, Karis LeVert balled out 51 fantasy points against San Antonio. I think we'd run it right back with him going yep. up against Chicago. Um, I mean, we just know that's the recipe, right? Like when guys are out, you play Karis LeVert. So, yep. um, like absolutely uh, a must play for them. Uh, McCollum down to 79. Any interest in him? 
McCollum down to 8K and uh, Levine down to 78 on DraftKings. Both are tournament interested in tournaments. Uh, I know Levine hasn't looked great with Vucevic, but I think that blow up's coming soon. And I think it could come without Sabonis Brogdon. So I like McCollum tournaments. I like Levine tournaments. I said this to Fancy the other day. I've actually, I think I've said it twice now on the live stream that I'm I'm going to pay 78, 79, 8K for McCollum seven out of seven days a week right, right now instead of paying the 9,000 plus for day. Yeah, I think, I mean, you're just getting the better X return. So yep. um, yeah, I'm with you there. That makes the 100%. Uh, if FVV plays, he's 7,400 still. You can ride that one out for sure. Um, I think that's, the, I agree with you there. Um, Evan Forney is now a shooting guard on FanDuel. That's interesting. Forney's looked really good off the bench lately. After that disastrous debut for Boston where he missed all 10 shots, 23 and 34 fantasy points now, back-to-back games for him. They're going to need him. I mean, this, should, this is supposed to be a really competitive game against Philly. Uh, I think I could buy into a little Evan Fournier here. Not just a homer pick. I just think he's looking good. Uh, yeah, we've attacked Philly on the, at the wing, too. So I, I do agree. I think uh, that night could have been a lot bigger against Charlotte, too. They were just up 100. Yeah, he played 21 minutes. He, he hit, like, all every shot he took. So, um, yeah, I'm with you there. Um, thoughts on Lemon Pepper? 30 and 26 minutes <laughs> the last two games for Lou Williams. I mean, um, he was he was well-rested after never playing in right. uh, L.A. So, yeah, it's pretty hard not to love him. At honestly. 5K on FanDuel now. And, they're dude, they're so hurt. They're going to keep playing them. Like, they're so banged up. No Collins is forcing them to go, like, a lot of Gallo at power forward, which mm-hmm. is in just moving Bogdanovich and Tony Snell to a lot of small forward. They're... Like, Kevin Horder wasn't playing. He's suddenly back in the rotation, but now he's sharing time with Lou. Like, yeah, I, I think Lou had $5,300 on DK. That's criminally priced. I love that price tag. I love Lou. Um, honestly, John, I, I'm cool with playing Lou in whatever format you want to play him in. If the, if at $5,300, if he's going to play 26 or more minutes, like, we know what this guy does. He gets on the floor, he shoots, he produces. He's a good passer, good scorer. Um, I'm cool with Lou in all formats at 5,300, to be quite honest. Um, we don't love going up against Miami Heat, but we talked a lot already. Like, all of those injuries with Memphis. Yep. Dylan Brooks, Grayson yep. Allen, especially at value. You know, do you are you confident in playing them against Miami? I think so. Um, I think I, I... I think, honestly... Brooks is okay, but I think Bain and Allen are the two guys that I'm interested in. I mean, Desmond Bain, four straight games over 20 fantasy points, three of which, you know, over 22. He's even top 30 over that span. And then Grayson Allen, last game, 27 minutes, 14 shot attempts, 15, 5, 2, 2, 2, 33 fantasy points. And uh, the only time he hasn't gotten us, what, 20 john in the last like is the game like he got hurt two right? weeks he got hurt so <laughs> yeah. um yeah 4400 for allen 4100 4, for for bay and i'm in on both those guys probably more than brooks if you want to go with dylan brooks we know he can score in bunches uh i probably like dylan brooks more if brandon clark sits because then you know that will force kyle anderson to play more power forward 
Brooks will have less competition at small forward, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep. So if Clark sat, I would be a little more interested in Brooks, but I think uh, Bain and Allen are definitely on our, should definitely be on our radars. Yeah, I'm with you there. Um, there's really not much else for me um, at shooting guard. I guess it, it would be interesting to see exactly who does and doesn't play for Detroit. Um, you know, the last time they were on the second half of back-to-back, we saw Josh Jackson drop 41 fantasy points. Um, you know, and that was with Diallo was out, and like the whole the whole crew was basically sitting, and Jackson uh, had himself a night. So, um, you know, if everybody's out again and Jackson's starting, like maybe there's a path for him there. Um, you know, not a good matchup though against Denver, so it's not like you have to go there, but just worth mentioning the last back to back that Detroit had. He just balled out, so um, something to look for. Uh, small forward, you do have Kawhi Leonard, uh, 9,500 going up against Portland. Uh, he has a cash game play, you know, like there's not a ton of GBP upside, um, with him, you know, like he it's not like he can't be that guy, but you know, he's just consistently like 47, 51, 46, 48, 41, yep. 51, 47. So, like. Put them in your cash games. If you're really looking for like a safe floor GBP play, like fine. Maybe you get lucky and it goes overtime or like he picks up an extra block or two and, and can pop. But generally speaking, he's definitely more of a cash game play. On the flip side, I think Butler in this spot is a good GBP guy. And I think there's some upside for him against Memphis. Um, There is. We just haven't really seen it of late. Uh, just twice in his last 10 games, he's given us more than 50 fantasy points and you know that was the middle of march so i like the assist numbers are, are, are like it's, it's more the scoring like, the scoring yeah. hasn't necessarily been there right so for those things like I, i'm more so like I, I look at what he does in terms of like other stats and like if the shot just drops one night like he's he's bombing so um, I know that can be said for everybody. We talk about it all the time. It's like, oh, if he scored more, he'd be great. Well, yeah, no shit. You know, like everybody. <laughs> but, um, you know, but for Butler especially, we've seen him pop off so many times. Um, you know, and Memphis just feels like a good matchup to target. So, um, you know, he's a little bit cheaper than Leonard. I said, I feel like Leonard's more the cash game play. I can see Butler being cashy too as well for the same reasons. But, um, I don't know, it feels like there's there's the potential for him to to kind of go off there. So, um, you know, Butler for me, OG got a price bump. He's 8K now. Uh, he was 7K on the Monday slate. He's 8K on the Tuesday slate. I was going to say, can I, I just want to say on DraftKings at least, because uh, OG is a power forward on, on DK, I don't like the first like 10. I'm not like very interested in the first like 10 names on DK. I, I think my my interest would start at Michael Porter. Because okay. Michael Porter has been like so good lately in terms of really everything. Right. Uh, scoring the basketball at the elite level, we know he will be throughout his whole career. He's rebounding the basketball great, 10 or more in three of his last four. He's blocking shots. Um, so, like, that's where my interest really would start. I, and even then, like, how does how does the Jeremy Grant revenge narrative tour into denver keep this game competitive in denver so like even michael porter has questions because it's just he's been super safe yeah but can they keep this game close i don't know i don't i don't think so let, let me run you through the 7k tier on FanDuel. see if anybody pops for you there's Jalen brown at 77 middleton at 76 kuzma at 74 porter at 72 bogdan bogdan also at 7200 dollars 
Hot Dan Pogdan, 7,200, huh? Wings um, against New Orleans. Yeah. He's 6,200 on DK. Um, Bogdan Porter. That's it, man. I don't want to play Jalen Brown right now. I don't, I don't know. 26, 27 minutes. The knee. That knee, man, is freaking me out. Rostering Jalen Brown. Uh, the knee is bothering me. He left the other night. Came, right? He left, came back. Yeah, he recently. he he um he left the end of the game there um with the bruise. Well, I forget which game that was. I think it was the Houston game. Um, and then he played 25 minutes only because of the blowout against Charlotte. So I don't know. Like I like Jalen still. You know, I, I know he's had the knee tendonitis issue all season long. Um, but I mean, he had 27 fantasy points in 25 minutes before the, you know, being taken out because of the blowout. So if we think this is going to be a much more competitive game, like they're going to have him out there for 35, I think. So, um, but you're right. I mean, he's 77 on FanDuel. What's his DraftKings price? 76. And it's usually, a, those are usually prices that I, you know, jump at. I just, it's, yeah. I don't know, man. It's something, something about Jalen Brown, something about this Celtics team, like, not doing it for me. All right. Uh, Kyle Anderson's at 59. You know, I think that's a good price. That's you know, a good something, price. Let me take a look at, um, again, it sort of gets ugly, you know, after that, right? There's Nick yeah. Batum, there's Carmelo Anthony, um, you know, if the, if the Pelicans continue to be like decimated, like Najee Marshall has played 30 minutes and 23 minutes, 25 minute fantasy points. And back-to-back games, like, he's popping up on radar now, apparently, as somebody that you could play <laughs> a look at. Um, you know, there's just not... There's really not a lot at small forward on FanDuel, so... Um, You're probably playing, but you know, Anderson at 59, and I guess... Well, or, right? we could play... So, I think things could be interesting... And we didn't even really mention the Pacers, John. We didn't really talk about it, um, like how good TJ McConnell would be if Brogdon sat. We should probably talk about that. Um, Aaron Holiday played 22 minutes, scored 18 points, 31 fantasy points last game. Um, but then Justin Holiday, you know, 30 minutes probably. McDermott, I think, could be a guy. And um, Ed- Edmund Sumner. Played 30 minutes yeah. in that game against the Spurs and put up 28 fantasy points. Uh, they have a lot of they have a lot of health issues, Indiana. So maybe some of these Pistons or uh, Pacers could be intriguing um, small forward and other positions as well. So, but I agree. On a whole, this position sucks. I'm with you on that one. Let's go to power forward. Uh, where are you looking up at the top here? Uh, Giannis coming off, uh, you know, he didn't play Saturday, but the game prior, he went for 72 fantasy points. Um, so he's clear cut, you know, I mean, he's going to be a, he's a future, he's a future warrior. So we got to look at Giannis, um, Jason Tatum, I think future warrior when future. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't love Jason Tatum. At 9K, personally, I probably would play Brown or and Kemba or Fournier before paying 9K for Tatum. 
Uh, we got to wait the status of Zion. I think if Zion plays, he's in play. Yep. Uh, Sabonis under 9K finally on DraftKings. He would be in play as well for me in tournaments. Um, but then Sabonis is, you know, is 92. That's still a, it's still a good price. It's not like you know it's not the best price, but it's a it's a solid price. But I think my interest really starts at Pascal Siakam, who you know. If Van Vliet doesn't play, even if Van Vliet plays, though, there's no Kyle Lowry. We know Norm Powell is out of town. So uh, I like Siakam, 8,200 against the Lakers, who are still struggling up front, especially without Andre Drummond there. Drummond might play, but I think my, my main focus right now at Power Forward is the, is the Toronto guys and DraftKings. And I say guys because um, OG is listed as Power Forward. Yep, that's fine. Um, no Daniel Tice. Thaddeus Young, 6,500 interest? Um, yeah. Thaddeus Young and honestly, probably Markinen as well. Or Markaken, as Sean would say. Yeah. Uh, I think both of them are, are fine. Thad, you could probably play in all formats and uh, Markaken or Markinen, uh, shout out Sean, would be a tournament play only. How much would you be willing to spend on James Johnson if Zion <laughs> I would be willing to go to the moon for James Johnson. Right, well, he has fifty eight hundred dollars on FanDuel, so not not cheap enough. Not cheap enough. Uh, man who is still cheap is Marcus Morris. It's forty nine hundred dollars still. Yeah, water is wet. He just <laughs> he's never going to be expensive. Yeah, one Jack, bad that one bad game for Marcus Morris. He's back to min salary. Um, Jackson Hayes is a power forward on Fanduel. We know the Stephen Adams news. He's a forty-eight hundred dollars. Um, Mark Hagen is forty-seven hundred dollars, um, and uh, which is again really cheap. Trevor Ariza continues to play a boatload of minutes. He's forty-six hundred dollars there. Um, it's probably all I'm taking. Oh, Isaiah Stewart's still thirty-seven hundred dollars. Like whatever, YOLO. <laughs> yeah, that's that's free and. It's- Still annoying that he's uh, a power He legitimately but... started at center tonight, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, they had a day to figure that one out, too. Um, Xavier Tillman's uh, Ben Price. Yeah, that's so that's interesting if Brandon Clark said Xavier Tillman definitely in play. All right, 20 definitely in play. That's the last two games for him. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's definitely a viable option. 4,300, though, on DK. I think that's a little I, I'd only harder. I'd only yeah. if he needed yeah. the cash. Um, center, I mean, Joel Embiid against Celtics, right? Like, he didn't play the other night due to injury recovery, so uh, he's ready to go uh, <laughs> against Boston. So, uh, load him up. You know, I've talked a lot about this this year. You know, when healthy, we feel like Embiid has just been uh, an absolute monster. Uh, I'm pretty sure he's he's taken it to Boston a lot this year, and I know. Time Lord's there now, but it's it's just a, a massive mismatch there still for him beating against the Celtics. Yeah, I mean, I don't like I like it. I don't love it necessarily. Um like I like Vucevic eighty seven hundred. I I really like that price, to be honest. We haven't seen Vucevic below nine K in quite a while. I mean he was yeah, last he's, game. He's eighty eight on FanDuel too, so it's a it's a really good price. And um Indiana, you know, Miles Turner blocks a lot of shots. <laughs> well, but... let me let me just say this real quick, because I, I had a look it out because I was like I like I really feel like I remember Joel and being like 
beating up Boston. Uh, his averages this season against Boston in two games, 40 points, 10 and a half rebounds uh, on, the, on the year in two games. So, uh, <laughs> um, so he's averaging 40 and 10 in two games. All right. Maybe you're talking me into Joel Embiid a little bit more. Um, yeah, I mean, like, again, I'm not going to not – I'm not going to say that Joel Embiid is not elite. I'm also not going to say Jokic is not elite because they're both, you know, top-tier plays. Jokic has definitely suffered offensively with Aaron Gordon there. I think there's no doubt about it. And I think with the emergence of Michael Porter as well, I mean, this is a guy averaging 26 actual game. hasn't He's top 20 actual once in four games. So uh, Jokic has definitely suffered. Like him, like Embiid, like Vucevic. Um, but again, at least on DraftKings, like, I'm going to go back to the well with Isaiah Stewart all over again because mm-hmm. um, he continues to be too cheap. I guess my question is, do you think Robert Williams being in matters for like to Joel Embiid or is Joel Embiid going to take his lunch too? You should take his lunch. I mean, Williams is... He's, I love what I've seen out of Robert Williams. Like this would be, this is a massive test for him. Like right, like he hasn't, he hasn't played a center like this since he's been moved into this. his centers since moving to the starting lineup have been Valanciunas, Brook Lopez, Brook Lopez, I guess Moses Brown, um, <laughs> Stephen Adams. He didn't play against Dallas. Christian Wood, I guess, for Houston for twenty five minutes, and then Biombo. So like, not exactly like a murderer's row of of, of talent. That he he's found himself growing up against here, so uh, this is going to be his first real real test in Joel Embiid. Yeah, it's a little worrisome. That's probably why I wouldn't pay sixty eight hundred. I the foul trouble thing could be prevalent from the start going against JoJo. Um, would you play Drummond? He's sixty five hundred on DK. If Drummond oh. were if he were to start. So I'm not playing Drummond because he didn't look very good before the injury against Milwaukee. He 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 honestly he looked out of shape, which is like crazy for a guy who hadn't played. Right. I thought maybe the one thing he would do is work out, but like even people were you know and, and I watched a little bit of the game, but I wasn't obviously like focusing in on every second he played. But there are people on Twitter who get paid to do that, and they were saying like he was laboring, he was like drenched in sweat from like three minutes <laughs> out on the floor. You know, like, so he just, you know, in, in you look at a stat line in 14 minutes, four, one, and two, right? right? So, like, it's not like he went out there and asserted his dominance against Milwaukee. So, um, I'm going to be out on Drummond, especially with the toe, you know, like, he ripped his toenail off, right? Like, that can't be comfortable. So, if he doesn't play Montrose Harrell, then? Yeah, Montrose Harrell's fine, you know, if he doesn't play. And, and I don't even really mind the matchup, um, you know, that's across from him either. If you want to go there, Boucher started tonight, I think it was, and played a bunch of minutes. So, um, you know, th- there's, there's some possible, there's some potential there. Uh, I think for Boucher still, I know we're always chasing it, but like 20 minutes, night, 20, now yeah, well, 29 fantasy points, 36 to maybe four and 25. So I don't know. Um, he just doesn't play, man. It's a better it's matchup just... for him. If Harold, I guess, plays then then if it would be, for him, Cantor's fifty-eight, Zubac's yep. fifty-four, right? Cantor, yeah, no, um, no, no starting centers in front of either of those guys. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, Hernan Gomez, twenty-one, twenty-five minutes the last two games. Yeah, and now there's possibly no Stephen Adams with Jack. They started Adams and Jackson Hayes, so mm-hmm. uh, Hernan Goat back in play as a Stewart, both forty-two hundred. So 
John, you can only you have forty two hundred dollars remaining uh, on DraftKings at your center position. I think I'm playing Hernan Goat. Hernan Gomez is forty two. Isaiah Stewart's forty two. Jackson Hayes is forty one. Oh, I'm playing Hayes because he's starting. But if I yeah, but it's but like who's to say all these guys are ruled out once again because we could get the return of Zion. We could well, get the well. We're talking, yeah. You know, no, we're talking. The only reason Hernan Gomez is getting the minutes is because Hayes is starting a power forward. So, so if if, if, if Zion starts, starting. yeah, if Zion starts, Hernan Gomez isn't the backup center anymore. It's well, backup. what if what if Adam sits and Hernan Gomez and Hayes are both starting? Well, wouldn't they just start James Johnson probably instead? Um, touche. Touche. Just saying. Okay. Well, uh, they started all of them last game, John. They started... Started Johnson at the three. They started Johnson at the three. They started Hayes, Stephen Adams, and uh, James Johnson. All right. Well, you know what? Good on them. We'll see what that lineup looks like <laughs> when it comes out because that's pretty wild. Um, all right. That's eight games. It's going to be pretty interesting if you've listened and follow... If you've been able to follow along on this podcast and, and figure out where we're going... <laughs> Um, let us know because I'm interested exactly where what we're where we were going. Yeah, where we were going as well. Yeah, where we were going. I, I think I think what I have solidified is I'm certainly playing Embiid against Celtics because uh, he just absolutely dominates them. I'm still buying into Malachi Flynn. Uh, I think that's a, a good value for him and Lonzo Ball at 7500 is appealing to me as well. Those are those are probably core er, are early plays. early front running core plays um, for me there. Uh, my takeaway, my core play would be Lonzo Ball if all those Pelicans were to sit. And uh, I don't know, man. That's that's about that's about that's about the only takeaway I got for, at this very moment in time. Right, I'm, a baseball, well, I'm a baseball guy anyway. That's true. That is true. Well, you can catch James on the MLB DFS playbook uh, if you're playing some basketball. Ray Coon again will have your. Uh, NBA playbook, which will be out uh, by the time you're listening to this, I'm sure. Uh, if you have any questions, you know where to hit us. Get us in chat. Get us on Twitter. Uh, but for now, we will catch you guys later.